When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to Apartment 40, the podcast all about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here with my co-host, Joe. Yo. And Hebs. Hi, everybody. And we're here to discuss season three, episode 18, sister number three. As Joe just said, enough with the sister. Enough. Huh, Joe? I know. It's a lot of... I mean, she was only on the show three episodes. It right. feels like so much it more. It feels so long. So before we get into the episode, uh, we will pass around the feeling stick. Heather, did you bring something for the feeling stick today? I absolutely did. Absolutely um, did. I don't know if anyone besides me is watching this show. Um, it's called Be Positive. It's the second season of it. Mm. It's a great show. Is it on TV or Netflix? Uh, no, it's on Thursday nights on CBS. Okay. And it's absolutely hilarious. Delightful show. Um, and guess who one of the characters is played by? Lamorne. No. Oh, he's but, in a lot of stuff. So but the guess. person who plays his mom. Oh, nice. Charmaine. She's, yeah, she's kind of like a supporting character, but mm-hmm. she is on it. So if you're a fan of hers, uh, check that out. Cool. Sorry about the car alarm going off in the background. It's Joe's car. Are you serious, Joe? It's fast. We're trying to do a podcast here. Get Heather's dog off my dining room table. <laughs> Joe, did you bring anything other than the dog on the table and your alarm going off for the feeling stick? Jeez. Um, no, not for this one. Okay. okay. <laughs> I don't know why we asked you So a couple of podcasts ago, I let everyone know I watched Squid Game on Netflix and I didn't like it. And now I would like to let everyone know that I watched season three of You. On Netflix, and I also didn't like it, so I'm starting to wonder if I'm you? the problem. You, I, uh, I just watched. Uh, well, I've been watching um, the Twelve on Netflix. I told you that was terrible. Everyone said yeah, it was really good. Oh, really? Yeah, a little bit slow, but good. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because this one guy, everybody thinks he's cool because he allegedly toured with Prince. Oh, nice. And then it finds out he didn't. That's why I thought of New Girl. Nice. And I think I told you this, but Maid's really good, you guys. Yeah, I don't want to watch that. Joe, have you watched Maid? No, I keep seeing it, so but then good. other stuff comes up. And you keep it lighthearted no, right now. You especially would love it. You would love it. I do like you, though. You watched you? Yeah. Because you I did? told you to? But the first... Wait, have you watched the third season? No, I, I, I like the first and second one was okay. The first season is amazing. starting to go downhill after the first You season. won't like it, Heather. What's it about? It's So it was on TV. I forget what channel. It's like some obscure channel. I think it was like Lifetime or something. But I watched mm-hmm. it because Penn Badgley's in it, the guy from Gossip Girl. Oh. And he's like this crazy guy who gets obsessed with his girlfriends and stalks them on social media. Oh, I know what that yeah. is. Yeah, and so the first one was really like, I was like, oh, interesting. Like maybe I am putting too much out there on social media and oh. kind of a thriller. And it had an ending that was upsetting, but like interesting. And then the second season, I was just like excited it was back and I didn't have to wait a week to watch each episode. And this third season was just a hot mess. And it was renewed for a fourth season before the third season even premiered. Oh, that's but crazy. I think they're going to wrap up the story. I think that'll Speaking be it. Speaking of seasons that need to come back, um, Around Thanksgiving is going to be Selling Sunset. 
Oh, yes. Love Did you that know that show? show? I think it's even a little bit before Thanksgiving, right? Mid-November. No, it's the day before Thanksgiving. Oh, so no. I'm, I'm not going to go to Thanksgiving now. For, I'm saving it for Turkey <laughs> Did Day. Did you know that Selling Sunset was coming back? You, you're the one who made I me watch that show. I did not know for season four. Yeah. But they're all different season. now. Like, what's your name? Got married. Uh, what's his well, name? Well, and one of the yeah. realtor brothers is dating Rochelle. Yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I yeah, didn't know that. Yeah, what's his name? The one that stayed. The twin there. Yeah, the I can't tell them apart. So yeah. I don't bother with so them. So half of them are probably gone. Yeah. No, the cast be... photo was pretty. Oh, was? Yeah. But it's still going to be good. That's something you're all, I can't yeah. go on Thanksgiving now. <laughs> I can't cancel Thanksgiving. I just hope they don't show Heather and Tarek so much. Yeah, I get yeah. I get no tired of Heather and Tarek, yeah. too. Yeah. Okay, I guess we should talk about New, Girl, new Girl. That's what our yeah. podcast is about. <laughs> the fans are like, uh, okay. The Netflix description for this episode is, when Abby moves in with Schmidt, Jess decides to move into Nick's bedroom, which doesn't work out well for either of them. I got a peek at the Joe Flix description, and it's Yay. amazing. So I want to make sure You're everyone lucky. is sitting down and is ready. Joe, read us your Joe Flix. When Cece judges a book by its cover... She misses the pages. Oh! oh. Well, Joe Flix wins on that. Hashtag for Joe sure. Flix. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, you, as you go through the episode, you'll see what I mean. Because <laughs> I know. She, it all started with making fun of, or telling that girl and spying on her. And then the girl comes out of there with zippers. Well, oh, that was she pulled some zippers out of the box. We don't yeah. know. Yeah, and she goes, "Yeah, I got zippers." Uh, the guy likes crack too, but I, what do you got? I got zippers. No, no, no wait, the, the guy, the guy who bought, she bought the zippers from, loves crack. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh my bad. Guest stars from this episode include Stone Eisenman and Jordan Fuller, who play young Nick and Schmidt. Wait, no, it wasn't young Nick and Schmidt. It was Nick and Winnie. Winston. What am I even writing down? All right, let's jump into the episode. So, where everyone's at Schmidt's place for brunch. And Winston is trying to bulk up for the physical part of the exam. I guess he didn't have to take the first time for the police academy. Yeah. And Abby, we find out, has been making really terrible looking jewelry. And Schmidt's been giving her money for supplies. And um, Jess is just like, I don't know. So you have to watch it to really get it. But Jess is like all over Nick trying to match. Trying to be romantic. That was what I wrote down. Get your own French toast. This French toast is mine. And she's trying to act like they're as romantic as Schmidt and Not Abby. even romantic. I think just like physical. Right. Physical. Yeah. And Abby's like, that's okay. Not everybody's like us. Oh, yeah. She always has to have a comment. Right. So Nick and Jess are back in Nick's room where they're both. Oh, wait. And I think Schmidt is actually bleeding. That's how they found the jewelry. Yes. Yeah. Or asked him about the jewelry. It cuts him. Yeah. He makes jewelry that cuts me. You gotta love it. Okay. Joe's not having a stroke. He's just eating some ice. And yeah. that jewelry. I thought he was for a minute. Yeah, it's <laughs> happened before. That jewelry um, is hideous. It's so unschmidt. Very, exactly. Yes. So unschmidt. So Nick and Jess are back in Nick's room, and Jess is basically moving out since Abby's moving has moved in with Schmidt. And Jess says, maybe we should move in together, and we should be in the same room. And Nick's, like, not saying no, but he's definitely not saying yes. But gets roped into it and says he doesn't see any reason not to. And I love how it cuts to the scene where he's like, reason number 13 or whatever. Listing all the reasons to, was it to Schmidt? Why they couldn't, why they shouldn't live together. I don't know, but she calls him Snora Efron. Yes. (laughs) And he says that he doesn't want to have to change in front of her. 
And <laughs> was it Schmidt? I think it was Schmidt who was he was talking to. How bad note taking on my part. It says expose your cracks and love will fill them. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. That sounds like Schmidt Joe Flix. No, that, I think it was Schmidt, but that sounds like Joe Flix. It to does me. sound like Joe Flix. So now we see that Winston is trying to climb a wall um, and see if he can, you know, pass this exam. I don't know if there's wall climbing in it. When we find out that Coach is now friends with Cece and they're like sisters. And Cece comes in and says, give me Schmidt's keys. I want to go snooping on Abby while Schmidt's not home. And Coach does it. And we get a glimpse of how Coach now talks like a girl when he's talking to Cece. Oh, that was funny. So funny. And I love it later when she goes, I never asked you to do this. Yeah. That was kind of fun. (laughs) So Schmidt comes home, walks in, sees them snooping and yells, treachery. Oh, I love that. And Cece says that she's known Abby for 20 years and she knows that she can't be trusted. And you see schmidt's face kind of be like oh yikes yeah maybe she has a point anything when you guys want to add telling you something oh, well so i'm annoying. like i'm like schmidt yes you are well not anymore but in, no. it, back in my day i wouldn't listen to anyone mm-hmm. and then i'd end up in a disaster my favorite is when i would like list here's all the times i told you exactly what was going to happen and here's the outcome and you'd be like yeah But to my credit, I never hide it from you. I always come back and say you were right. Yes, you always say that too. Yes. Anything you want to add before I move on, Joe? Um, no. (laughs) Okay, so we're at the loft, and it's Nick and Jess's first night, quote, living together. And he puts on his long shirt. It keeps his top warm, but it lets his bottom breathe. Oh, his nightgown. Which, first of all, that's ridiculous. He's never slept in that. They literally do live together. She would have seen it. Well, no, that's something you'd hide. It is, but he lives there. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So then he's smushing and, like, beating up her pillows. Jess is reading lights on and it's bugging him. Nick puts his head at the bottom of the bed, and we see his gross, nasty black feet on the pillow. Who has feet like that? Jess runs to (laughs) Jess runs to her old room and finds out that Winston's made it a workout space so she can't sleep there. Pretty bold, Winnie. Well, I know, and her whole bed's gone. I know, like ask the person. You already took down her bed in one day. (laughs) So um, now we're in the elevator and we see that this is where Jess is hanging out and reading because she hates being home so much on a stool. And Abby comes in, and they have an exchange, and she basically says that her and Schmidt had a hotel. They couldn't even make it there because they can't keep their hands off each other, and she could have it for her and Nick if she wants. Perfect. Now we're back at the loft, and Winston's still training, but he's talking to Nick about how he's worried oh, and about... and Abby says, the guy gave me a great deal on the hotel, and he also loves crack. Oh, she did? Yeah, that's what I said. That was my thing when I said... Wait, is that... So that was the guy said? with the zippers who also yeah. loves crack. I don't think the guy at the hotel loves crack. Oh, I think I skipped ahead on my notes. Yeah. Sorry, guys. That's okay. <laughs> so anyways, no one's doing good note-taking today. Please keep listening. <laughs> so Please try. Winston's training, but talking to Nick about how he's worried about the rings because of the incident when Nick pantsed him when he was little. And Nick says he has a more important issue. It's Jess. And that really bothered me. Je- and Nick did it to Jess in the episode coming up where he's trying to be a lawyer. Like, one of them will be trying to talk to the other, and the other one's like, that's not important. Here's my thing. It's kind of hurtful. I don't know. I just, I just noticed watching. Well, that is, but, like, sometimes if you're on a timetable, like, when when you call me, I take 20 minutes to say hello, and then right. you're like, Hevs. No, but I'm saying that it's always the per- person with the less important thing. 
that's like Winston's like I'm super worried about this and he wants to you know right anyways so Jess comes in and she says that she's going to be staying at a hotel because she's chaperoning a field trip with zero notice which is incredibly weird and suspect but they go along with it Jess's school is weird and Winston's about to say oh good Nick didn't want you here anyway when Nick pants Winston again making the situation worse right so now we're in the sketchy neighborhood. CC Coach and um, Schmidt are all together, like tailing uh, Abby in CC's car. And Schmidt hits another car where they're arguing. And we'll come back to that in a minute because it flashes to Jess at the hotel. She's so happy. She's alone. She's having a great time. She's ordering food for one. And she's also crying. Yeah. There's like a lot happening. Yeah. Some people say the breakup came out of nowhere. But then when you do a rewatch, it's like, oh. Perhaps it didn't come out of nowhere. Yeah, well, when you look back. Yeah. Yeah. So back in the sketchy neighborhood, they're looking inside at the car trying to find the dent when a man jumps out. And oh my God, the reaction on Coach's face. Did you guys happen to notice that? No. It was just so comedy. It was. Yeah. That's when they run into Abby and Cece says that she's not going to let her hurt Schmidt. I'm sure, Heather, you appreciated that. I got a little bit misty-eyed. Yeah, I did. And we find out the box just has zippers, allegedly, because that's what she pulls out. And Cece's car gets stolen, which she stays remarkably calm about. Um, Now we're at the beach and Winston is on the rings and a kid comes up to him, says and does nothing. (laughs) But he goes insane, goes to the hotel and tells them, I don't want to tell you how to police your beach. And when he sees Jess. At the hotel and but finds out wait, that she lied. But wait, before that, doesn't he say to the little kid, like, something? Yeah, he probably did say something. And then he's like, no, I'm not being in a creepy oh, way. He's like, yeah. don't look at my pants. He's not looking at my pants like that. I, I don't remember. Yeah, it was, just it was funny, pants. though. It was yeah. kind of like the uh, Daquan Feldman thing. When Coach goes looking for a kid to be Daquan Feldman, he's like, hey, little kid, I need you. I mean, I don't need you. I need you for my friend. Yeah. Wait, that sounds bad. I wasn't here. Yeah. So we're at the um, coffee shop. Uh, Coach and Cece are talking, and Coach is basically talking like a girl, saying to Cece, she's acting like a lunatic. Why is she really doing this? And that's when Cece says, you know, I just want to remind you I never asked you to talk like this. Right. And it's a really cute dynamic that I wish we would have seen more of, because I literally think the two, like, never interact again after this episode. Well, that's unfortunate. Yeah. I made it a whole thing, but didn't care, which is weird, because they carry jokes through really good. Not about the sister. So we're back at the loft in Winston is trying not to tell Nick by just standing there for one minute, has a flashback of Jess saying don't tell Nick, and immediately tells Nick that Jess isn't comfortable living with him anymore and she needed some space. So Schmidt, at Schmidt's apartment, Cece is apologizing, and uh, Schmidt says that he's going to rent a storefront lease for Abby. And Jess comes back, Nick asks her a lot of questions, she's really good at lying, and then she just says, why can't we do this, why can't we live together, and is like really sad. Anything you want to throw in, Joe? You haven't got to say a lot yet before I keep going. Well, we missed the fact that I think, oh, yeah, when Jess was, after she went to the hotel mm-hmm. and he found out and everything, she goes, he has the feet of a hippie cult leader. Yeah. That's and I great. thought that, that was, was a good hilarious. That was a great line. Yeah. Have we got the part where they described the pilgrims yet? No, not yet. Because that was the funniest part. Wait, hold on. And I don't know when part. that happened. It's, I, I think, think it's, it's when she's talking to Nick, so I think you are right. I th- Go ahead, Joe. Talk about it now. Yeah, because he's like, no, no, the, the Pilgrim Massacre, just like the Pilgrim, Pilgrim Massacre, Massacre, where millions of pilgrims died. She goes, yeah, I don't think that happened. Yeah, yeah, no, it, it did. It did happen. <laughs> she's like, there weren't even millions of pilgrims. Yeah. There, she goes, yeah, she goes, there weren't even millions of pilgrims. Was that this episode? And he's episode? like, no, there was millions of pilgrims. They, they, all, they all died. I know, I know that story. I thought that 
I think the, it's in the next my, episode. Yeah. I don't know. I watched them together. So it could have been. But I, I thought it was in this one at the end. When they were trying to argue who has who has the bigger dilemma or the bigger story, I don't know. Well, but I don't know because in that fired up episode, one was a lawyer and Jess had a fire. I'm going to move on. Well, I think like, it was this episode. One thing that we didn't mention was Jess and Abby talking in the bar because we're not there yet. Oh my bad. So we're at the bar, <laughs> and Jess and Abby are talking, and Jess says, "You win." And Abby says, no, your life's better. I can't be alone. You have a relationship. I just float from guy to guy. Heather? I like when Abby says, the last time I saw you day drinking was when you got kicked out of jazz (laughs) ensemble. And Jess goes, for being too enthusiastic. (laughs) And then Jess said, all my loves would fit into one SUV. SUV. Well, maybe one guy might have to sit on another guy's lap. (laughs) (laughs) So now we're at the loft and... um, Oh, whoops. Now we're at the loft, and we find that they decided to move back into their own rooms, Nick and Jess, that is. And Jess is okay with it now, and they feel comfortable, and they're happy with where they're at. When Schmidt interrupts to say that Abby's gone, he has no money from leasing the storefront, and he's moving back in and taking Jess's room. Dun-dun-dun. Uh-huh. Way to just right. put everything to a surprise. Abby's gone. Schmidt's moving back in. It was this episode with Pilgrims. Oh, okay, Joe. Because I have it in my notes. Oh, I didn't. Do? I don't have any notes on the next episode. Oh. I was in the hospital lobby. Oh, so for blood work. Joe's fine, everybody. It's yeah. Standard just a blood routine work. blood test. Okay, moving on. Well, I will just say that I thought it was so stupid that Winston ran into Jess in that hotel. I mean, that wouldn't happen. Well, he was on the beach. Practicing on the ring. That he was at the beach of that exact hotel. I mean. LA's a small town. It's surprisingly small. I guess it small. is. When you don't want to run into someone, you do. We still need to go there, yes. not to that hotel, but to the bar. And the house. And the house. The yeah, loft. the loft. Okay, so um, favorite dress look. I'm going to just be honest. Mm-hmm. I have no favorite dress look or best dress. I don't know if I wasn't paying attention or I just nothing stood out to me. What about you guys? Just do both. Just look and best dress. Oh, for for uh, just look is absolutely the blue and cream dress with mm-hmm. the sweater. Mm-hmm. Very innocent. And again, as I said in the last episode, we're getting back to classic or what I like to call true Jess. Mm, not fake. So that was my favorite Jess, Joe. Yeah, I didn't Same recognize season. any of them. Best, best dress, Heb? Oh, um, for me, it is uh, Nick's nightgown. <laughs> oh, you have a big shirt. Yeah, my long shirt. That was mine too. Joe, do you have a long shirt? I, you know, I do go to bed with a longer <laughs> shirt, but nowhere near as long as it. Mine more down towards my hip, not my knees. Yeah, got it. I did not know where that answer was going. Like, what have that I was done? Stressful. Did you have a best? Oh, you said it. Okay. So, favorite Schmidt moment. I just like the running gag about the jewelry, even though that wasn't necessarily him. And I liked when he gave Cece the bracelet, and it was like gumdrops. She hates it. Yeah, yeah. I hate it. I guess that's more about Abby, but I enjoyed that. Heather, favorite Schmidt moment. Um, my Schmidt moment was basically the same. Any scene where he had on that ridiculous jewelry. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Favorite Schmidt moment? Yes. Of this episode. Um, I think it's when Schmidt said, you need to expose your cracks. Love, Love will, will fill them. them. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one. And then, good one. And then Nick. he didn't like the dynamic 
between Cece and Coach. Yeah, he said it twice. So he kept going, you two are friends, I'm not into it. Yeah, this is a real bummer. Yeah, this dynamic is a real bummer. It's not working for me. I like when Nick said to himself when he's putting his sleep shirt in, he like whispered, exposed your cracks and love will fill them. (laughs) (laughs) The dark count zero. That brings us to our favorite funniest moment for sure. Like I said, I wish I would have seen more of it is the way Coach talked to Cece acting like a girl and being ridiculous and Cece just not even being that into it. Joe, what was your favorite or funniest moment overall? I would I would say the Pilgrim conversation. If it happened in this episode. Yeah. Yeah. It did towards I'm the joking, end. I'm joking. I'm joking. It did towards the end. And and she's like, no, that, that really didn't happen. And he just like ignores her comments going, about it yeah. not yeah. happening. Like, no, it did. It really did. She's like literally a teacher. So. Yeah. That was hilarious. Heather. Um, my favorite funniest moment was just Winston at the beach with that little boy. That was oh, hilarious. Yeah. That little boy didn't even get like you know the kind of money you get for having a line. No, and then and he then, could have even not been in the Screen Actors Guild. How Winston is going? Not weird people. I yeah. didn't mean that. And there's no one yeah. around. <laughs> now we will pass out the honey roast for the best character performance, etc. I'm giving it to Coach for the way he talks to Cece. I thought he did a great job, and I've never given the award to Coach before, and I'm not sure any of us have. I'm sure I haven't. Coach Coach just isn't really, uh, doesn't do much for me. Okay, on that note, why don't you take it away for your honey roast, Heather? Oh, is the set designers? Because they went above and beyond to make that part of town look sketchy. I mean, it was like oh, a theater yeah. set. All of a sudden, that homeless guy pops up. Yeah, <laughs> That was no. funny, the way he pops up. That scared me. Uh, Joe, honey roast? I would say Nick. Oh, and why is that? The way he had to deal with that whole dilemma. Okay, dealing with the dilemma, Nick. There's zero bears unless you guys caught one. Nope. And that brings us to discussion questions. I'm going to lead off because mine's so basic. How happy are we that Abby's gone? Over the moon. And I have nothing against the actress, but I've got to say I enjoy a good guest star on New Girl. I look forward to it. I love it. The Abby Day storyline just doesn't do much for me. Well, and I'm wondering if maybe when the show was on, fans... Uh, express that, and that's why there's no follow-up. Oh, maybe. Which was probably yeah. a rough blow for the Freaks and Geeks girl. Yeah, Linda. Something. Sorry, Freaks and Geeks girl. Let's maybe not call her Freaks and Geeks girl, because <laughs> I can call someone her... doesn't know that's a TV show. That sounds very mean. I'll call her Bloodline girl, because she's on Bloodline. I'm going to move on. <laughs> uh, Joe, did you come prepared with a discussion question in your notes? Hmm, so it's not in my note. Okay. Oh, not much is. <laughs> and I tell you, it's tough after this is the third episode because I've asked every sister question there is. Yeah, you really, you really have. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I, I guess this one would be more about moving in with each other because I, I like when she goes, well, it's not official until they go, oh, that's what makes it official. And it's not official until they like sleep in the same room together. Oh, they were okay. discussing what makes it official. Well, that they right. live in the same room together. Right. Yeah, yeah. They said yeah. they basically stay in each other's room. Right. Yeah. So I'm just wondering, what is your definition of official mm. in a relation? What's it now? This is this is back in the, the early 2000s, right? Yeah. Today they talk about Facebook official. You're not official until DTR. you put it on Facebook. Yeah. Oh. What right. if you're like me and you post once every two years? Yeah. What do you mean? It won't be official for but a long time. relationship didn't exist. So it's so weird. But the other person could post it and tag you. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. It's so weird that today right. it's only official for a superficial way. Right. Because Facebook is superficial. Let's face Absolutely. it. Absolutely. So Let's face it. it. Yeah. 
Let's see what he so did there. It's, it's like nobody like can just... Well, I guess in the old days, to make it official, you'd have to call all your friends. So that's a lot of phone yeah, calls. Yeah, that's true. That's what that's you That's a did. lot of phone calls. Before or you had to show up at school. Yeah. You had to show up yeah. at school and maybe hold the girl's hand or take her books. My or favorite part of when Jack has a discussion question is how he just starts talking and then suddenly gets to the question. Yeah. <laughs> well, I got to have the backstory to it. No, I mean, you don't know okay. what it is. You know, or today it's one click. And all of a sudden, oh, I don't got to make 30 calls. I don't got to walk down the halls with her. I don't got to carry her books. Yeah, why so would I want to walk down the halls with her? still walk down the hall together right. sometimes. But what I'm saying, that nervousness is gone. It's like, click, it's over, it's boom, the stress there. is gone. Yeah, good point. And that's what the electronic world has given us. So in what's the world your question? So when does it become official, the relationship? When do you determine it's official. When the person and you talk and is they're it, like, do you want to be exclusive? That's when it should be, right? That's the old yeah. school thinking. No, no. Well, that, that's, that's, they that's still have the conversation. Joe, yeah. I don't, I wouldn't go out on a date with someone and then change my Facebook status to in a relationship with this person <laughs> without discussing it with them <laughs> the first. Person. So I think at the core, it's still the same. True. True. <laughs> But it's just no, different it's how, how we're over. talking official on the show. I think you're saying how they make an official announcement. Yeah. Like a celebrity posts a picture on their Instagram with that person when they, oh. or they attend a red carpet event holding hands. Yeah, well, okay. that's just, that's the superficial world of celebrity. Nobody, no, but that's right. what I'm nobody does. Right. They date for eight months before they even met. Oh, before right. they put it and, out there. And yeah. at some point, they both go out the back door, but apart 10 feet. Oh, we're not dating. No, yeah. we're just coming out the back door of a nightclub. Right. 10 feet apart. Yeah. But well, no, we're not dating. <laughs> Heather, did you song. come prepared with a discussion question? As a matter of a discussion yeah. story, like Joe. I have two. They're not discussion stories, just discussion questions. Okay. Okay, so in this, at the end of this episode, we see Schmidt moving back to the law. Right. And I think we can all agree he had some struggles with living alone. Mm-hmm. Um, so have you ever lived alone and do you give it a thumbs up or thumbs down? Woo-hoo-hoo. Check this out. Would you like to know a really weird fact about me? Love to. I have literally never in my life lived alone. You're weird. No. <laughs> I was lived with my parents and I married Joe. So I was living with Joe. And then everyone already knows we got divorced. We moved back in with my parents, but our son was with me. Uh-huh. Then I got my apartment and our son lived there and our son lives here. So like if Caden's gone somewhere i completely can't even function like i don't know what to do i'm over i'm good and i just like can't it just feels so weird because i can go like places alone and i'll be fine shopping alone i I could eat alone if i had to but there's something so weird to me about being in a home all by yourself it's so quiet and i'm afraid i'm gonna get murdered i don't know what kaden's gonna do to stop a murderer with a video game console yeah that's the other thing too like if i someone could come and break into her house literally shoot me and probably should be saying this on the internet yeah Caden wouldn't notice because he'd have his xbox headset on he'd like I, he won't see me for hours one time i left and i said goodbye to him and he didn't hear me and he didn't notice for like three hours i was gone oh how funny joe now what's the premise of the question again <laughs> how about you just ask the question instead of the premise <laughs> have you ever lived alone and do you prefer that or do you prefer living with others? Oh, okay. Well, as you get older, you prefer alone. For sure. Yeah, because you're setting your ways. When you're younger, you like you like company. to live with others because the company, the camaraderie, you go out places, you do you do all that kind of stuff. So it varies with age. Whatever generation you are. I agree. That's where you like it. But I have a daughter who's in her mid 
or early 20s, That's and she'd rather thing. live alone. True. So uh, it also depends. I mean, I see this generation today as living alone. Yeah, Because they've been all through high school alone with COVID and everything else. Oh, Everybody. yeah. And not only that. That's a good point. Their friends now are electronic. They're not real. True. They're electronic. Well, they're they real. Can be everywhere. You know? they're not friends because yet. when someone has 800 followers, well, mm-hmm. nobody has 800 friends, let's face it. Right. But you have that's 800 true. followers. Just right. Be but they could be anywhere. That's their form of communication, camaraderie. Right. Their camaraderie is their phone. And their camaraderie is not going to the movies anymore. Right. Whether it be COVID or I just don't want to go out. Why yeah. go out when I can just text the person? But if you think about it, living with someone is like annoying. Oh, God. I mean, I living alone is the best. Not yeah. when you're younger. I mean, nothing bothers To clarify for both my kids in case they listen, I didn't, I wasn't annoyed when they lived with me. But I just, you know what I mean? Like, my bedroom's like pink and girly because it's just me and I don't know. I just think there's something to be said for being alone. Oh, I I agree. I mean, I'm always, always, even when I was in my 20s, I've been very, very set in my ways. God, yeah. And now it's gotten way worse, especially since COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, So, I'm all about living alone, but I went through a five-month period where my first dog had gone to heaven before I got this dog, and I was not good with it. That's too lonely. Yeah. So I need a dog, but absolutely no humans at any time. (laughs) Did you have one one last question? As a matter of fact, I did. So in in this episode, we see that. Um, they're worried about the either the car gets stolen or they're worried about the car the getting car gets stolen. stolen. Okay. CC's car gets stolen. Correct. Yes. Right. Have you ever had your car stolen? Or even you can do broken into? No. Joe, you have to have had a car broken. Oh, that's not true. Our car your car got broken into when we were married. Well, you left it unlocked. So no. No, that's not his fault. I haven't had broken into someone just. I haven't had a car stolen. No. Okay. Nope. And but our car got broken into. It didn't want to even take anything. This kind of ransacked it. Yeah, and it's a weird feeling when you get car broken into. Like some stranger's been in here. That's what happened to me when I thought my car was stolen, but it wasn't. I've never had nice cars, so they probably were like, "I'm not stealing this." Until now, I'll leave it for the next thief. Well, now, but not not. So excited! Joe finally has a new car. He always drove used cars. He had kind of an older car, bought his daughter a car, bought our son a car. And it was so nice when, when both of our kids, one who didn't even have a license, were driving nicer cars than him. I was yeah. getting a little like, this is lopsided. <laughs> That's how Joe is. Okay, well, that concludes our discussion of this episode. Wait, what? Heather, have you ever had a car stolen? Well, if you're going to tell that story about the time you lost your car and decided it was stolen, I'm just going to cut that out. Yes. I was in an area mm. where there were all these uh, parking garages and I couldn't find my car, so I reported it as stolen. And one week later, they found it. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. And I was distraught because I thought my car was stolen. But and it, it was like a, a prime example of one of those times where I was like, Heather, your car's not stolen. You're just confused. And yeah. you're like, no, no, it was stolen. Oh, I was crying like every day. I was so heartbroken because I love my car. Her name's Allie and she's so special. On that note, that concludes our discussion. We'll see you next week for season three, episode 19, an episode I really like, Fired Up. Have a great week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.